Hello and welcome to Science Research Weekly, episode 43, Invasion of the Paleobionics. Get ready for the new field of paleobionics. Molecular beasts, virus-attaching viruses, Jurassic planets, the 2023 Python Developers Survey, Free Data Camp and 365 Data Science Courses, and an NSF grant for designing synthetic cells beyond the bonds of evolution. This episode covers material from November 3rd to the November 9th. Let's get started with some great, great research articles. First, Soft Robotics Informs How an Early Echinoderm Moved. A combo of paleontologists and roboticists came together to create a soft-bodied robot of a pluricystidid, a member of the rhombifera class of echinoderms, one of the first echinoderms capable of locomotion using a muscular stem. This is the first step of an exciting new field, paleobionics, which aims to create robots based on paleontological evidence. Staying in the past here, the next article, Distinctive Microfossil Supports Early Paleoprotozoic Rise in Complex Cellular Organization. The great oxidization event occurred 2.4 billion years ago and changed the chemistry of Earth. But little is known about the organisms at that time because few fossils have been found across that era. Now, microfossils that may represent eukaryotic algae have been discovered in Western Australia, pushing back the potential eukaryotic fossil record by 750 million years. Next up, charged molecular beasts, the basis for new compounds. While mass spectrometers are important for analyzing chemicals, a group of physicists and chemists are working to modify mass spectrometers for use in chemically synthesizing new molecules, taking advantage of the vacuum inside mass spectrometers to keep reactive fragments isolated and then introducing molecules for those chemical beasts to bind to. Moving along here, we have the article Simultaneous Entry as an Adaptation to Virulence in a Novel Satellite Helper System Infecting Streptomyces Species. Viruses on top of viruses? Yep. Some viruses, deemed helper viruses, can have mobile genetic elements that depend on them for replication, known as satellites. Scientists have now found a system where the satellite, rather than simply being in the proximity of the helper, actually binds to the helper virus. This helper virus is called the mind flare and the satellite mini flare, which I can't help but speculate is a reference to the D&D monster. Guess you gotta have fun while researching viruses attaching to other viruses. Moving outside, far outside, the article Oxygen Bounty for Earth-like Exoplanets, Spectra of Earth through the Phanerozoic. Searching for Earth-like planets, astronomers look for atmospheric signatures that resemble Earth. However, it might be easier to spot a more Jurassic-like atmosphere, as in the Phanerozoic Eon, there's much higher oxygen. So if we found an exoplanet with higher oxygen, that'd be easier to find than one with lower oxygen. So if there was life there, it'd be more, I guess, earlier on in the type of evolution, or at least mimicking the evolutionary period of our own Earths. Rounding out, we've got a big step for little particle accelerators. Now, I've commented on this topic before, and 
I think quite recently, but this article still caught my eye. The picture alone is worth it. A particle accelerator resting on a penny. A team of laser physicists have developed a particle accelerator at 0.5 millimeters in length and 225 nanometers in width. A particle accelerator on a computer chip. Let's turn our attention now to some research tools. The Python Developer Survey 2023 is underway, the seventh iteration with a goal to capture the current state of the Python language and the ecosystem around it. Contribute if you like. Rick Wicklin from the Do Loop has four ways to display an inset that contains statistics on a status graph. One, use the inset statement in proc univariate. Two, use the stats equals option in proc reg. Three, use the inset statement in proc sgplot and use the inset statement in proc sgplot with macro variables. Three new CRAN packages to muse over. There's QEML, quick and easy machine learning tools, Spectrem, visual and non-visual spectral analysis of light, and Silly Putty, Silly Putty Clustery. Good things come in threes. Three new R bloggers posts. First, Dario R shows how to create your first shiny module. Second, Business Science shows how to make a data science profile portfolio website in another 15 minutes with R. Third, from Ned with three Ds, announces that 365 data science courses are 100% free until November 20th. Speaking of free, it is Data Camp Free Week until the end of the week when, where all courses are free. I know I'll be taking advantage of at least one course. I've got my eyes on creating R packages and defenses, defensive R programming. Let us close out our time here with some research funding. On one hand, the NIH has exploratory clinical trial grants in arthritis and musculoskeletal and skin disease. These are R61's clinical trial required. On the other hand, NSF is juggling two intriguing grants. The first is incorporating human behavior in epidemiological models, which supports research that incorporates research on social and behavioral processes in mathematical epidemiological models. The second, designing synthetic cells beyond the bounds of evolution, which supports research that one develops cell-like systems to identify the minimal requirements for the processes of life. Two, design synthetically modified cells to address fundamental questions in the evolution of life or to explore biological diversity beyond which currently exists in nature. And three, leverages basic research in cell design to build novel synthetic cell-like systems and cells for innovative biotechnology applications. Gazooks and bacteriophages, thanks for joining me for Science Research Weekly. Science on.